Dude, you should review movies. Welcome to another edition of Six Pack Cinema. This week we are talking George Clooney directing. We're talking bad movies once again, and we are talking Suburbicon, starring Julian Moore and Matt Damon. How you guys doing? Joined, as always, by my co-host, Sheehan and Jimmy. How are you guys doing? Messed that up for a sec. I think you're doing pretty good. Um, I'm going to contest you right off the bat. It was not a bad movie. It wasn't a good movie. I'm going... It wasn't a bad one. I'm going to contest that as well. That's... I think I think you are a uh, a parrot of the critics, Dave. I mean, <laughs> I think you read the read the reviews before you went in and, and made up your mind because I was shocked the reviews this movie's getting. It's like these. Mm-hmm. I think maybe expectations was a huge thing for the people reviewing this. Twenty three percent is what the last I saw was at preposterous. Oh, it, I I didn't see it that low. I I saw it last time I looked at Rotten Tomatoes. It was at like thirty something percent. That's still yeah, way too low for extremely me. Extremely low. Well, I, I agree. I think they're being overly harsh, but I thought they were also kind of overly harsh on Snowman. So I wouldn't trust my opinion on that. <laughs> yeah, we, we live in extremist kind of ways now. It's either it sucks or it's awesome. Yeah, like, so, I mean, my gut reaction or whatever for this movie is I walked out of the theater. One, I was like, and I saw a lot of complaints about, like, the trailer was not what this movie was at all. And I walked out, I went and saw it with my sister, brother-in-law, my girlfriend. I said to the three of them, I was like, I'm so happy that the trailer made me want to see it, but didn't give anything away. Didn't give like the big actual twist or theme away that he, Matt Damon was the bad guy. Like everyone saw the trailer and wanted to go see Matt Damon be the good guy and kill the bad guys. And you get there and you're like, oh shit, he's the bad guy. I was I thought that was awesome. I was like, I wanted to see this movie and you didn't give away the whole plot and theme in the trailer and still made me want to see it. So I thought the trailer was awesome. And then in turn, the movie, I, I mean, I can see the flaws. Like, I don't think it's like critically amazing. It's not, it shouldn't be up for any awards besides the little kid should get nominated for his acting. That little kid was fucking I think so. awesome. But I fucking hate that kid. He was an amazing actor, but this was a great movie. Well, no, not he a great a good actor. I just hate kids. Well, I won't say it's a great movie. I will say I thoroughly enjoyed watching it. Like I would. Okay. Yeah. No. I I agree with a lot of what you're saying. I think I disagree on the trailers selling. Like they didn't sell the movie that it was. I I think it great that they hid that Matt Damon's actually the villain, but the trailers sold it more as a dark comedy in the same vein as like in Bruges or seven psychopaths. And that's not at all what this was. It, it, there was definitely comedic elements to the trailers. And I think I maybe laughed once in the entire theater. Oh, I laughed. It was it, it took a while to get there. The, the trailers sold it as something like uh death to smoochie or hail or hail Caesar, where there was yeah. consistently like, kind of like over the top comedy. Yep. Um, this one, it took a while for me to get into it. Actually, I was sitting there thinking like, Jesus, this sucks. Like up until, Probably up all the way up until the uh, insurance guy came knocking. I was kind. I was kind of out of that. When Oscar uh, Isaac showed up, I was like, "He's saving this movie," and I loved every second of the movie that he was in. I think he was the best part, one of the best parts of it. But uh, he didn't save it. But it just, it definitely took a heel turn. Like it went from, mm-hmm. it went from being all right. Well, this is just a typical uh, insurance fraud situation, whatever. To Everything's falling apart massively quickly, and it's just a complete clusterfuck. Yeah, he, and I love that. I, I, was, I was expecting a disaster kind of movie, like an internal disaster movie. 
He was the best part. The last half. The last half Mm -hmm. was. And well, Oscar Isaac's scene was awesome. He was like really fun. That that was probably the most comedic scene, right? Just the way he was like tricking them and being like a weasel was funny. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I don't know. I I like I like enjoyed it. My sister, she falls asleep in every single movie I've ever seen her watch. Like she never stays awake. She walked away kind of like, what the fuck was that? That was really like violent and they're all bad people. But she stayed up the whole time and we were like whispering like, no, that, that, no, that. So I, we were into it. So it's a win. Nice. So all right, Sheen, what did you, uh, I feel like we kind of, we kind of cut you off. What was your uh, snap impression, Sheen? Oh, thank you for coming back to me on that. Uh, I had a little statement prepared. And, uh, <laughs> oh, nice. I, I uh, scribbled at the end uh, and said, the more, they had a good moral of the story. And you know what the moral of the story was? Be good. I don't know. Everyone deserves to die. Nope. It says, no matter what's going on in your life, you can always count on baseball. (laughs) Does this count as a sports movie? Yeah. No, it is. It's a good old Americana. I did. I did love that. My, my girlfriend and sister were like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Just having a catch at the end. And I was like, yeah, well, that's like therapeutic as fuck. Yeah, it really is. Well, that I mean, you might want to call the cops and be like, "My entire family's dead." Nah. No, 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 nah, no. You nah, want, nah, nah, fuck that. Just, that's that paperwork. You don't want to deal. You just want to go have a catch, not talk about it at all. Can we talk yeah. about? All right, so let's just jump right into our deep dive. Can we talk about the clusterfuck that was the two movies that this movie was trying to balance? The racism yes, yes. one and wanna, the actual suburbicon. I want right. to start with one point. <laughs> Since you're raising your hand, one... I'm calling on you. At one point, were you like, this is scarily, eerily similar to Mother, the random, the random like, riot outside this guy's house? <laughs> no, yes. I didn't, that, that didn't come into my... I was like, oh my god, this is going Mother out. <laughs> I, w- I will say, the uh, speaking of like the black family and integrating and all that shit, the opening scene when the mailman's like jauntily like hopping along, like, you see your neighbors, you see your neighbors, blah, blah, blah. I didn't like that. Uh, like, I think, like, they were going for laughs, it felt like. Like, that was a time where this movie was actually felt like it was going for laughs, and I was like, this is awkward as fuck. Once, yeah. like, they're all, it's like, do, 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 with happy music, and they're all mm-hmm. peeking around the corner, like, mm, look at them. It's like, I don't, look, look this at that tone black is, I know, like, they're trying to be satirical, but still felt like kind of. It was a miss. Uh, it was a, yes, sure. yeah, that's the best way to put it. It's a huge miss. Like, and I was, there's some black people in my theater and they were like talking out loud, like, Oh no. (laughs) 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 And I was like, yeah, this, this is not like, let's move past this opening sequence. I don't like it at all. Yeah. Wait, do you guys know the whole story there? Did you guys look into it? The whole story of why that whole subplot is in this movie? Yeah. But yeah, it's two different movies. So like it was Clooney had one movie about this family in Pennsylvania that did this black family that moved into a neighborhood and it was riots and shit. And then the Cullen brothers had this other hitman Fargo-esque and he, and he mixed them. I didn't hate it. I like, they, they mirrored each other. They like, it got progressively worse and it was clearly juxtaposition. Like here's this family that is literally doing nothing wrong at all. And people are rioting and screaming at them. And then right next door, you have a white family that's killing them, killing each other. Murders happening every second and no one cares or notices at mm-hmm. all. So I thought the juxtaposition, like everyone's acting like it was the most random disjointed thing. No, no, I, I like the idea in practice or not in practice. In theory, I like the idea. I just think 
there was better ways to do it. Maybe have the plots kind of intertwine at least a little bit, other than the kids playing catch in the beginning at the very end. Yeah, I can agree with you there. I thought they were going to intertwine in like this grand writing, like finagle thing at the end where they come together. They didn't. I still think it served a point. I'm not like as I was reading some reviews, not everyone was like crushing it. I was like, I don't. It wasn't that anti, and it's still like no, no, uh, no. I and I think because I think he was trying to force it is why I don't think it ended up working well. Because I think that family movie or this mobster suburban movie would have each one been an amazing movie on its own. And because it's like Battle of the Sexes, because he was trying to balance both, I feel like it took away from them both. I agree. I think the best, I think the racial movie on its own is probably not a great movie. And I think this Hitman movie on its own is probably not a great movie. Because it it's, it's, we've seen it. I think they should have intertwined it a lot more. Uh, they should have figured yep. out, like, I, I don't know how you do it. Maybe we could have a little writer's room session and, and rewrite this. But I think if they found a way to intertwine it, that's the only way this is, like, a great movie. I think... You, you need to get more dialogue out of the black family. Well, the, the, the make dad it didn't even talk, right? Yeah, exactly. I don't think yeah. he had so, a single line of dialogue. You, as, as the audience, you had nothing invested in this family, which was kind of, I think, a, a huge flaw in the, in their little dynamic. Yeah. You had nothing invested except for this, this kid who was cute and he was, you know, giving him snakes and shit. Like, well, the yeah. one kid, the, the scene with the, the black kid when he said, when they were in like the cellar stairway, and he was like, you can't show him nothing. My dad says you can't show. That was pretty good. Like, I was, I was, it was. like, my sister and my girlfriend were like, they were like, oh, and I was like, man, that fucking racism sucks <laughs> no but you know that, that was like, breaking racism sucks yeah no but that was good i thought like, on that the record six cinema against racism <laughs> i thought that scene was good the other scene that worked mm-hmm. really well that pulled on my heartstrings a little was uncle mitch when he walked him to the closet gave him the gun and you were i i didn't know that you know i didn't think and then when they reveal it that he had been stabbed I was like in the back back, and he was, and he knew he was going to die. So he was protecting his nephew. That hit me pretty good. I was like, Oh man, uncle Mitch, that was a good scene. I thought, so there's some, some things I thought they did really well. Yeah. Did you guys know that there was a, um, there's a whole Josh Brolin subplot that they cut as well. I read that, but I didn't read what it was. They cut off Josh Brolin. Yeah. He was going to be the captain of the police. Well, see that right there would make it a much better movie. Yeah, apparently there's a whole subplot with him that Clooney was like, ah, it doesn't really fit the story did I they, want to tell. Did they think it was too complicated to put that in? Because <laughs> it wasn't. We could do it. We, we needed more plot, I think. Absolutely. Um, hang on. I, I, I want to share about. one thing. Um, so my sister sent me a, a, a headline from the Boston Globe last week. Mm-hmm. And when they reviewed Suburbicon, it said, George Clooney takes what sounds great on paper and reduces it to an unpleasant traffic jam. <laughs> I think that's a pretty uh, a pretty solid description. I I disagree entirely. It was not a traffic jam. I felt it was too loose. It was just, I think it was just the opposite. I think it was just, the Boston Globe has been notorious for throwing out shitty headlines to grab people. Yeah, you know? I, I think this movie was better than it was bad. Like, I liked it more than yeah. I, I didn't. I went to see it a second time because I have MoviePass now, which is the best thing in the world. Shout out MoviePass. Shout out MoviePass. Sponsor the pod. Shout out MoviePass. I didn't want to see another movie because I didn't want to clog my head with like too many thoughts and push this movie back. So I was like, all right, I'll just see this again. But then it's 90 degrees in October here. It's so hot. I sat in the movie theater. I was hot and tired. I saw like the first scene 
And then I was like, okay, I'm good. I'm refreshed. And I left. (laughs) 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 I didn't see it. So I didn't fully see it second time, but I liked it. I, and oh, so what happened was like, and then I was just going to read, read it again to refresh my memory, like read the plot and shit. And then I saw the bad reviews and everyone complaining. And that's when I was like, what the hell? This wasn't that bad. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I think, I think the critics got a little ahead of themselves on this one. Is do are, do we subscribe to the, the theory that uh, uh, Rotten Tomato critics are paid off? Yeah, I don't. I I do. I I, I absolutely Why? think they are. Bro, pay me. I'll write some. Whoever's DC, paying them off, I am. D- you can buy my reviews. I, w- I was I was hesitant to believe that until I started watching DC and Marvel movies, and Marvel gets that gets sucked off every time they release anything, but DC gets crucified every time. It's to like, be fair, DC has yet to release a good one. I haven't watched Wonder Woman, so Wonder that Woman's one's fantastic. Yeah. But that was sucked off by all the reviews, too. And, and Suicide Squad was not terrible. I wanted to blow my brains out, and if you try to defend this, our friendship is over. It's an internet friendship. It's not really in any way as your parent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Suicide Squad yeah. Was, might be the one of the... It's definitely on my Mount Rushmore of worst movies of all time. Oh, how dare you. But I, I think you're right about Marvel. They get a lot of slack, but... I also think reviewers, at this point especially, they know what to expect out of a Marvel movie. And as long as it hits the right beats and isn't horrible, they're going to mm-hmm. get a solid review out of it. Because they, they go into it not expecting it to be like okay. a masterclass well, okay, of cinema. Well, well to, to the point of being Rotten Tomatoes being shitty, uh, how about that guy who gave the, um, the shitty review on, uh, on Get Out? And his review was very clear that he didn't even watch half of the movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, thoughts. Well, here's so- thoughts on that here's one? something. If you get if you get paid to write uh, by eighty percent of the newspapers or or websites out there, you get paid to have a bias. Like, if you don't think yeah. that, you're just very very naive. Go go read like any beat repi- reporter or anything. It's either you get yeah, paid no, to ha- you get no, paid absolutely. to have a bias or have like a crazy opinion. Someone. Someone with the opinion that, hey, this movie was pretty entertaining. I mean, it wasn't like the best movie. It shouldn't be any awards, but I enjoyed it. That's not going to get you any uh, any clicks or headlines. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, if you're listening to this podcast, that's what I'm giving you because that's the truth. Yeah. Don't worry. When yeah. I when I tweet it out, I'll be like, we give the most outrageous takes on this movie. <laughs> yeah. If anyone's out there listening, just be just let me know and we're for sale. Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I don't know about you guys, but my opinion is always for sale. You yep. can buy off what I'm gonna say. Let's go into what we liked about the movie. Before you realize, before you realize that they're in on it, I had no idea because the trailer didn't give it away that they were in on. They he hired the, like it was a Fargo situation. Did you guys know that before? I thought, was, I thought it was. I thought it was very very clear. Wait, when? Oh, I didn't. When he said what well, was agreed upon when they were sitting around the the uh, the kitchen table. Yeah, I knew something was up. I didn't know it was like they were gonna kill her. I thought. They were still there, and the 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 aunt and the father making eyes at each other. It was, I felt very strongly about it was. Oh, it was uh, maybe I'm uh, maybe I'm stupid. I didn't realize it until Oscar Isaac called it out. Oh, that's really super yeah. late in the game. That that yeah, yeah, maybe you are stupid, but no, I didn't. <laughs> maybe you're a stupid person. I didn't realize it as early like during the scene before she died, because um, I saw all those eyes and saw that, and I thought it was like the mom and the aunt knew 
that he was into the mob for money, like doing yeah, some shady shit. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. And they, so they knew why this was happening. Like it wasn't random, but they didn't pay. So I didn't pick up on it then. But I thought they did a good job. But like, like the very sorry, the very, go on, Jimmy. The very first scene with the mom and the aunt. The mom is like the racist one, and the aunt is the nice one. Go play with that kid, play baseball. And then when we Uncle Mitch for the first time, and he's like this obnoxious guy. And I was sold like, yeah, that dude is trouble. Like that's an annoying, obnoxious uncle. Yeah. It's totally sold that uncle Mitch sucked. And then that flipped and I was like, ah, he is the good guy. He's the hero. So I thought they did that. They played those parts. Well, I knew. Okay. And you wait, so wait, I- Dave, how did you not realize during the lineup when they see the people and they say, well, I, I thought yeah, really, no, no, no. I, I thought, um, so I thought that, they just weren't turning them in because they were into the mob for a shit ton of money. And they knew we turn in these mobsters. They're just going to like, the problem's only going to get a thousand times worse. And I, I didn't realize that they had hired them to kill the wife. It was just, that's what was happening because they hadn't paid back the mob yet. And the mob knew, well, you have insurance. We're going to kill her. You're going to pay us back with this money. I knew the way they didn't let but, the boy in there, and then they touched afterwards. So I was like, okay, they were. You know. mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, it, I think it was more pretty, just I, I pretty had shady the thoughts, shit. But it didn't. Re- I didn't think that was actually what had happened until Oscar Isaac called it out. But you mentioned the uh, the uncle. He was actually also supposed to be in it a lot more in the original script and everything. Yeah, he, I, uh, I read that. He's, he's, I think he. Was, I think he was in it just it. enough. I think that was a good call. I don't know. I, I think I, I think I having him limited, him. having him limited to just being like the 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 faint, like faint hope in the distance was was right. I think. Yeah. All right. I disagree, but fair. What else? What else did you guys like? Okay. About the movie? I mean, you could be wrong. It's fine. The uh, the the mob, the the killer, the big fat one. Um, in real life, that actor, how long did he like? live life and before he looked in the mirror and said, Hey, if I learn to act, I can be a gross mob guy. <laughs> well, you, you, you've seen true detective, right? Yeah. He's the killer or he's, um, yeah, he'll never not be that yes. guy. Oh, I, mean, I didn't realize that. He, huh. he, yeah, he is. So, so gross. <laughs> uh, what didn't, what didn't work is the bus. Like when the bus killed him, I was like, yeah, that was out of fucking nowhere. They Especially him. though, they showed him looking forward, like maybe five seconds before the bus hit him. You would have seen the fucking bus coming. And they that was it was a it was it was a uh, fire truck. Yeah, and they well, tried yeah, whatever to, whatever it was. They tried to show with sirens. They, sh- they tried to show the fire truck like earlier drive past Matt Damon as like foreshadowing yeah. or so it would click in her mind. And it was like, well, both those times were <laughs> pretty stupid and random. So. Th- there's yeah. just a rogue firefighter just dry, whipping around the, the suburban <laughs> roads. He's like, boom. Which nowhere near where like, the riot was going on. Yeah. He's just like, uh, he's playing his own version of GTA. Just whipping <laughs> around. I want to see that movie. A rogue fire truck just whipping around the suburban <laughs> neighborhood. <laughs> mm. that, so that was bad. That, that was probably like the worst moment for me. Because like, that maybe I was sitting there and my hands went off. I was like, oh, this is stupid. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I audibly mumbled like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Yeah, I don't, you weren't alone in that one. Um, I want to bring up another point. Uh, what do you guys think of Aruba now? Is that ruined? 
Aruba? Yeah, it was funny. Well, Aruba's been ruined ever since um, Holloway, Natalie Holloway. Can't go to Aruba. You don't okay. know who Natalie Holloway is? I don't. No. Come on. You guys don't know I recognize her? the name. I'm sure once you tell me, I'll be like, of course I know who that Nat- is. Natalie Holloway. I'm, well, now you guys are making me question if it's not. Yeah, Natalie Holloway and uh, Vandersloot. Those names don't ring a bell. She was a American girl nope. that went on vacation in uh 2005 in aruba oh the shark thing no she got they said she was eaten by no, sharks she got, like raped and kidnapped and murdered by your oh, own vanish. that's not at so, all what i was thinking in my head so so no no sharks you sure <laughs> sharks yeah but i mean like okay. my life like my sister would like spring break my mom would like no aruba no aruba my mom loves true crime stories and no aruba. <laughs> okay so it was ruined for you a long time ago. It was ruined for me because of a shit, like shitty plot of a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Same, same. Although I've heard it's beautiful. I, I work with one of the like the sister islands to them, and that place is gorgeous. So I is it like actually beautiful, or is it like Jamaica? No, it's actually beautiful. That, that sandals oh, resort I, I work is beautiful. with Curacao for my real life job, and they're kind of like the lesser known more adventury aruba so i've seen tons of pictures there people from our team go a couple times a year and so i've seen a lot so of it's it a hipster aruba yeah it's hipster aruba that's exactly what it is nice all right well cool that was talking vacation all right <laughs> let's bring it back uh i want i want to talk about the um the, the first plot twist there with the uh the insurance salesman mm-hmm. did you guys see him being a, a scumbag in the end no, when, no. Because when, when he said when he when he when he said he was like, "All right, I want in." I was like, "Ooh, yeah. okay." And how much you want? And he was like, "How much you want? All of it? What? Of course, he's gonna buy the balls. Of course, he's gonna get all of it." Yeah, I love that. That that was when I was hooked in for good. I, I I also did love though, right when he's like, "Do you know what happens if someone like me dies while investigating this? You'll be so screwed." Takes a sip of coffee, starts dying. <laughs> That's what I. That's what I wrote in my notes. My little scribbling notes. Women fuck up everything. <laughs> All my notes say on that was Oscar Isaac killed it. All caps underlined. How do you guys write in the dark? I can't do it. It was like I'm fucking every. I, I, I write right after the movie on the train ride home. Oh, okay. I write in the dark, but I. Uh, so as far as like <laughs> comedy goes, there. Were, I laughed when he tried to take the steak out of Oscar Isaac's dead head and the head kept coming up and then he had to step on the forehead to pull it out. Like, that was like as dark and brutal as it gets, but I was giggling. That was amazing. <laughs> Seeing the body like lift up and down, lift up and yeah. down. It was yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah, was pretty good. Uh, this movie though, like mm-hmm. best thing it did is I was with my sister, like I've said, but we were like asking questions like, cause she asked questions nonstop. She can't watch. She thinks everyone knows everything else. So she just asks questions. Like he puts the body. Oh, in I I feel the, like I would hate seeing seeing a movie with your sister. I not, hate that. It's so. not the best. It's not the best. But sometimes <laughs> it's good. Like he puts the body in there. He puts the bike in there. She's like, "Why is he taking the bike?" I'm like, I don't know. Why is he? And then he drives there. Just shut up and listen. He drives there, and I'm like, because I was like, "Is he hiding the body with a bike?" Blah, blah blah. And it's stupid. I'm sure a lot of people figure it out right away. But for us, I was like, and then he gets there. We're like, "Oh, he's got to ride the bike home." So little things like that were like, it's not like groundbreaking it wasn't blowing my mind but it kept me asking tiny questions and then i would get tiny answers i enjoyed mm-hmm. the movie yeah and that like i was i was the same way i was like what the hell is a bike doing in the mm-hmm. trunk and then when he popped out there i was like oh that makes a lot a yeah. lot of same sense. with the sandwich. i i only didn't it's extremely at, logical at first yeah. i was like 
what with the bike, but then I I thought of the trailer where it shows him riding it covered in blood, and I was mm. like, oh, obviously he's gonna needs some way to ride this bike. Oh, and get I'm, home from the car. By the way, I'm glad I didn't. I'm glad I didn't remember the trailer. I only watched it like once, and I didn't put it to my my brain. Because uh, that would have ruined. Oh, I. Yeah, no, I, after seeing the Rotten Tomato score, I didn't read the reviews, I just saw the score. I was like, how can, am I thinking of the wrong movie? So I went back and watched the trailer, being like, this can't be the same movie I'm thinking of. And it was, unfortunately. It's down to 26% right now, which is Oof. obnoxious. Yeah. What's the, what's the audience score? Uh, let me look that up. Also, how about him just... Casually walking around a neighborhood, blood soaked. Sure. Well, good thing everyone was yeah. too busy harassing the black family. Yeah. Uh, audience score twenty four percent. People are people are. So stupid. I think we're we're in the minor. I mean, I didn't like it as much as you guys, but I think us even being even saying it's, you were crushing it earlier. You were saying fuck this movie, it's terrible. I I didn't say fuck this movie, it's terrible. I said Don't it's a you bad dare movie. Try to come back from I mean, that. You guys have yeah. me up to it's not a horrible movie. It's still not a good movie. You're a sheep, Dave. You're a sheep. Fuck you. I still think it's I still think it's a good movie. I think the critics are being assholes because like so easy, even who said it on this? One of you guys said like, oh, it's a Coen Brothers movies, but they give all their bad movies to George Clooney direct. So oh, I said that. Yeah. Yeah. So said. everyone's going into this thinking like, ah, it's a Coen Brothers movie, but it's not really a Coen Brothers movie. Everyone wanted to hate this. This movie was fine. It wasn't phenomenal. Yep. It shouldn't be best movie. Shouldn't be up for many awards at all. But it was a, a, a fun movie. It's better. I, how many movies have we seen? This might be on the top two. This is eight. Seventh. Eight. Eighth one? Yeah. Whoa, you're going to put it above Blade Runner. Wow, shocker. Me? <laughs> it's because Jimmy has a horrible taste in slow-paced, amazing films. That's not true. I like slow movies. This movie, critically, isn't above, <laughs> above Blade Runner at all, but entertainment-wise it is. Yeah, I'm kidding. Yeah. Fair. Uh, I, yeah, I, I agree, I with, agree that. with that. I'd put this above uh, I, Battle of the Sexes. Yeah. I'd put it right around, like, the same level for me. Sure. We didn't if kill Battle either of the these, Sexes. Yeah, if either of these came on TV, I'd probably sit down and watch at least a little bit. But I'm not going out or recommending it to people saying, hey, you gotta go watch this movie. Yeah, I'd, I'd watch this. Uh, this is this is above Battle of the Sexes for me. This is higher. I, I'd, I'd watch this again on TV, and I'd tell, like, my rational, not, like critically thinking like people that just want to go enjoy a movie and not overthink it mm-hmm. when we even us we're like kind of more looking at the plot and the storyline and like because we're going to talk about yeah. it but if you just tell someone like hey you want to just go sit down and mindlessly enjoy a movie it's perfect it's a good movie i think it's great it's great for that one yeah it's not too deep it's, it's not too deep not a thinker it's exactly yeah. what you want it's what i've actually started calling with other people it's what i call movie pass movie where if I had to actually pay full price to go see this, I would have been a little more upset. But because I can see a million movies a month now and not have to pay it, Hashtag it's movie great. Pass. Yeah. So that's that's how I'll recommend it as a movie pass movie. Um, so yeah, I just want to touch on it again. Oscar Isaac, favorite part of the whole movie. That's just the one good thing I wrote down about it was how much I loved him. I wish he was expanded and I wish they had included those Josh Brolin scenes. Yeah, I, the, when you told me that Josh Brolin was supposed to be in it, I it, it hurt my heart a little yeah. bit because I love Josh Brolin. He mm-hmm. makes everything just a little bit better, especially in a Coen Brothers movie. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I loved Hail Caesar. His work in Hail Caesar was like top notch in my opinion. Oh, for sure. So, 
I'll, I'll never forget him beating the shit out of George Clooney physically. <laughs> oh, it was one of the oh. like, one of the, my favorite scenes ever. It, it was. Yeah, that was that was great. Maybe that's why he wasn't included in the movie. <laughs> a little grudge by by George Clooney. Yeah, made made him come in and actually do all the work and be like, I'm not even putting you in. Yeah, you hit no me too film hard, in you the asshole. Cameras, asshole. <laughs> it's just vindictive, George Clooney. <laughs> How was the uh, audience like reactions in the theaters? Anything good? Oh, one guy got w- one guy got tossed in the first scene. What? What? A guy got thrown out of my theater because I think he was like shit faced. And um, <laughs> when when the whole when the whole black family not being welcome thing came up, oh, he laughed a little too hard, I think. <laughs> and he was he was escorted out. It was I I actually was sitting behind him originally, and I got a move because I could tell he was going to be. Uh, when somebody's like like throwing himself under the chairs and like playing around, like grabbing people's popcorn with two hands, like a fucking raccoon, it's never gonna be good. So I had to back up a few rows. All right, Jimmy. You have- um, other than that though, uh, reaction. There was one person. First time this has ever happened to me ever. This per this older woman went up and and talked to uh, one of the attendants, the, the people who clean the theater afterwards, and she was like, "What do other people think of this movie?" <laughs> Because I'm not sold on it. I'm like, oh. That's interesting. Interesting person to ask. Yeah. Interesting person to ask. The guy who's cleaning up your yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah. And he said, uh, he was so nice. He was like, well, we haven't really seen it much. It's the opening <laughs> weekend, so I'll let you know. Jimmy, what about you? Anything interesting besides your sister asking a million questions? No. I mean, there's a black couple. They were pretty funny talking. It was kind of awkward. Uh, they were like, Damn. Jesus Christ. Little reactions like mm-hmm. that. And then uh, at one point, oh, fucking, this girl was funny. He's eating the sandwich and he's chewing it, he's chewing it, and then he takes a sip of the milk and then he's chewing again, like really loudly. And the girl behind me was like, What's he chewing? <laughs> 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 he just swallowed the milk. Like there should be nothing left. And he's just loudly <laughs> chewing. <laughs> Got me real good. But yeah, there wasn't a lot of people. I went to this weird movie theater in San Francisco. We went up 12 escalators to the top floor. There's 12 different stories of theaters. It's huge. That's awesome. Yeah, it was cool. But it was like, can we just, why why can't we just, there's no one there. You know, just put us on floor one. (laughs) Yeah. I am. Big escalator guy. So I, I had two things that were interesting in my showing. Uh, the old couple that was sitting right in front of me, they, like, not even dealing with the movie, they just had, like, toilet seat cover type covers for their whole chairs. It was very weird. I took a picture, like, incognito during the previews. So I'll, I'll send it to you guys after this. I'm like, I'll tweet it out from Six Pack. Uh, but it's just very yeah. weird. I was trying to, like, sneakily. I almost took the picture with the flash on, which would have been very awkward. Yeah. That would have been a rookie move. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that was just a very strange thing that was in my head for the first, like, five, ten minutes. But then also, uh, in my row, there was an older black lady that, anytime something uh, racist was going on, she was just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I had to pay $20 for milk. Yeah. That's so fucking mean, by the I, way. I honestly thought was, Julianne Moore. So char- I thought Julianne Moore's character would have like she was gonna have a scene after that where she dropped off the groceries and she had paid with her own money. Mm, no, she's a scumbag. Yeah, no, she, that's when. That's when. That was when you knew she was a total piece of shit. She had a lot going on. She was standing. 
Yeah, but I figured like I was thinking, all right, well here's a, here's gonna be like a was a redeeming quality moment for this this yeah. character because you know she just killed her sister. Yeah, we knew it at this point. Um, but no, she was like, when she's like, is it is it really twenty dollars? She's like, yes, it's twenty dollars. I'm like, fuck you, Julianne Moore. Well, I mean, I could kind of understand two. that because her boss was there saying like, hey, it's twenty dollars. And be, at I the know. start of the movie, she was the one who was telling the kid to go play with the blackboard. No, no, not her. Her sister, the dead sister, was the one who started. No, that. the dead sister no. was the racist. The dead sister one. said not to. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, they they yeah. painted her as like the. Well, nice that just one. makes even less sense. That's that doesn't make any any sense at all. Yeah, so I that's why I thought she was just saying that because she was at work and her boss was there and yeah. she was gonna go over after work with all the groceries. Yeah, because her voice kind of cracked. She's like, "Yeah, it's twenty dollars." Yeah, you, I mean, you you knew she wasn't real happy about it, but she, she still also couldn't really put herself it. out there because she's in the middle of a murder scheme. But her her dying her yeah, hair blonde pretty creepy. Oh, without a doubt. That was that was that was awesome. I like that. I I, I did like I, the grin gonna, on her face as she was getting it dyed. That was the happiest. If, if, when you, she was when you're doing movie. a dark comedy, I like you getting fucked up. I like it getting real <laughs> weird. And when she and like I knew it when she threw the, the pearls on, yeah, looked at the yeah. picture, I was like, oh, she's get this is gonna get real good. And the next scene is she's getting slapped on her ass with the with the ping pong paddle downstairs. That was. Oh, that was gold. When he turned the light on, I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> that was amazing. All right. I forgot yeah, about that kid's face. That was, that was pretty damn good. He was frozen, just turned the light off, went back upstairs. <laughs> Lots of good <laughs> shit like that. Oh, how about, um, I want to bring up another, I like bringing up little tiny little bits. I remember we talked about um, Blade Runner. I noticed, like, the, the ceiling fans were weird. <laughs> this one, I loved, I loved the remote control on TV. Oh, it was a fucking yeah, flashlight. Yeah, back in the day, the early, like the very first, like remote controls, they had basically a flashlight, and there was four corners of the TV, channel up, channel down, volume up, volume down. That's all they had. That's so cool. I didn't know that was a thing. That's until the first I time I've ever seen it. That's the first time I've ever seen that in a movie. Nice. I was very happy to see it. Yeah. Fun facts, guys. Nice. I was talking history. <laughs> I love history. All right. All right. Uh, anything else before we move on to? I think we should do reviews, right? Let's, yeah. rate, let's rate this thing. All right. Yeah, let's Moving on to our reviews, which, as if you've listened before, you know we do it on three-prong scale, which is our popcorn, which is entertainment. Where you, did you enjoy the movie? Would you watch it again? Our critical score, which is looking at it in the eyes of a reviewer, and then we pair it with what we would drink if we were going to watch it again. Uh we used to give our individual scores, but we switched it up. Now we are giving you the official six-pack unified score from all of us. Sheehan, what do you got? Critical. Let's do critical first. Um, critical. Uh, well, I mean, going into it, I, I knew I love Coen Brothers, so I'm a little bit biased. The, the story, I thought, uh, needed some help. It was, it was, it, it could be a little more deep, a little deeper. The uh, cinematography, I thought it was great. The music was fantastic. The little, like, boom, 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 when all the shit was happening. Loved that. Got, got the juices going. Um, overall, the the acting was great. I, I want to give it I wanna give it a 71%. All right. It was good. It was good. Not great. It was passable. It wasn't bad. It was, uh, it was good. Average. Completely average movie. Okay. Jimmy, what about you? I'm... I'm- Everything he said, I say, but I, I was going to go 70. Uh, but 
Sure. Ooh, 71. so different. <laughs> and so like I said, there's <laughs> well, the, the only it, the storyline just didn't really flow. There was like some gaps, but until people shoved those that in my face, I was like, that was good. I liked it. So I'm going high. Fair, fair. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you guys that it's it's okay. I, I feel like I just got to take more points off, though, for the uh, tonal whiplash that I felt between the... Oh, there goes the back of my chair. Jesus <laughs> Christ, dude. The tonal whiplash between the racist story and um, the murder story. You're, so You were rattled by your chair, dude. I was. That really threw me off there. I'm gonna, You're rattled. Yeah. Okay. 67 is what I'm giving it. 67. All right. Any, anyone That's do fair. the math on what uh, our official score is then? 69. We're going to call it. Nice. Oh, nice. Very, it's a nice, nice score. All right, cool. All right. <laughs> on to we'll our popcorn ratings. Jim, uh, Jimmy, you start this one off. What do you got? Four. 4.5. I just I was entertained. I was into it. That's outrageous. Like, I feel like I need to lowball it now just to balance yours out. Well, I didn't. I had no agenda no, with I, my score. It was just my score. <laughs> Fair. Well, la di da. I think I think I like the movie. I think that's a little bit. What did we give? Because I wasn't roped in at the start. What did? It's the what? second. It's the second highest popcorn we've done besides Logan Lucky. No, we did Happy Death no. Day. Was four and a half. I thought or four. Yeah, yeah. Same, the well, Happy Death Day has been the most enjoyable movie we've seen. I put them. Uh, those are even. Those Logan are even Lucky. for me. So whatever I gave Happy Death Day, I'll give Survivor Count. Those are even for me. Strong, stronger was a five popcorn for me, so whatever. Um, <laughs> well, you, you were a little <laughs> bit biased there. Whatever, guys. I'm Bostonian. Um, uh, yeah, you said f- four, four, four point five. Four. Okay, four. I can live with. Um, I wasn't hooked. I was gonna say three point five because I wasn't hooked until like forty minutes into it. Until the insurance guy came along, knock on the door. I, it was completely like fail for me. It was like in pass fail situation. It was a fail up until that point, but it was it hooked me good. It hooked me hard, and I was I was glued until the very end. So I'm gonna give it a three. I'll give it a four now. All right, I was gonna lowball it, but after being called out, I'll stick to my guts. I'm going a three. I think it's it's entertaining. Like I said, if it comes on TV, I'd I'd watch at least a little bit. I don't know if I'd stick it through for the whole movie. And I'll tell people, I'll tell my friends who do have Movie Pass that they should go see it because it costs nothing. It's a Movie Pass recommendation. Hashtag Movie Pass. So what? What's that? Uh, three point five. Yeah, three point six, three point five. Yeah, I'll give it three point five. Yeah. All right. All right. Popcorn's gonna only be cut in half, so we can't do it. Six. Yeah. All right. So three point five. Re- respect. respect All right. The All right. On to our pairings. What do you guys got for drinking? While you're watching this again. You got to drink an old-fashioned in one hand, and then then you oh, got to chase that, that with an OE. What's an OE? You know what? Old English. Chase or what? <laughs> oh. That's not at all this type of movie, I feel like. It's a, it's a white and black mm. joke. Mm. <laughs> oh. And it landed you. just as well as the uh, the parallel <laughs> storylines. <laughs> All right, so, it's, it's what a joke about, about you? the two different movies? You guys, you guys blew it. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you probably could have sold it a little, a little bit better. Yeah, know what old, old E is. Yeah, well, you said so OE first of all. Ah. Uh, all right, so, um, 
this this is the first this is a first for me and this is our eighth episode uh i finished my drink before we even got to the pairings um i i, I want to start drinking what i'm recommending if oh, i can that's a good idea and i and i and i'm drinking um what i feel is is the whitest most crispy starch white pressure drink you can find from the 60s that's a gin and tonic Gross. that's solid i like gin and tonic this movie too. um so I will, yeah, but you know right, what? Sorry, go on. Black people don't like gin and tonics, as far as I can tell. It's a very, very, it's a very crispy white old. It's man a waspy drink. drink. It very much is. Um, I was gonna go old fashioned for this, but since you took that, I'll pull an audible, and I'm going with a scotch on the rocks. Okay, that's yeah. classy. It's classy. Sure. It's traditional. It's it's everything that neighborhood wanted to be before that family moved in. My uh, my backup was going to be a, a nice tall glass of warm milk with a splash nice. of with, with a splash of old English <laughs> and lie. <laughs> yeah, and lie. No, no, there wasn't lie in the milk. It was just a shit ton yeah. of painkillers. Uh, what, yeah, whatever it was. All right, that mm-hmm. is our official so milk and Anvil. That's my that's my go to. Okay, <laughs> that's our official reviews. On Suburbicon, let's switch it up to our weekly recommendations. What have you guys watched? What are you recommending? Let's just all say Stranger Things. Jimmy, what do you got? I, I was going to say that, I, but I, I have a, a, I have a second one. Stranger Things is pretty I, pretty great. I told you guys, like as I started watching, like not only like is the sci-fi and the storyline is good, but the directors, the Duffer Brothers, they could just cut out all the sci-fi stuff. And they'd be able to make just like a killer, at least the tone, 80s movie. Stranger Things captured, oh, yeah. yep. and I don't, maybe I'm not even, maybe it's like they capture what we perceive the 80s to have been, because I don't really remember. So I can't tell you that's exactly like it was. But that seems like what it was, and uh, it seems awesome. No, even even the people I know who are older who watch it say, no, it's very truthful to it from what they actually remember. I believe it. It's awesome. And and what I, what I love about it is the, the little details in the background. I'm a details guy. You know this. Like it, it's a lot of stuff from the back from like it, my grandmother's house growing up. Like the like the the stupid like uh, Kleenex box covers mm-hmm. they have. Like the, the small things. I I just they, they they have put a lot of thought into those. Yeah. I like it. It's once again. Um, I was yeah. I told you guys off air, but I've I've already binged and finished the entire season, and it's burnt out and. I really like this season. I don't think it is as good as the first one, but I think it's as good as a sequel could be because the first one came out. No one really had any hopes or expectations for it. And then everyone loved it. So I felt like there was no way this was going to live up to what everyone wanted out of it. And it did as good a job as possible. See, I I think I'm like six or seven episodes into it at this point. And um, one thing I noticed is that uh, each character is getting a lot more depth than than the last season. Last season, it was all about Mike being Mike and Eleven. Mike and Eleven. It was all about mm-hmm. that. Now we got Dustin having his own thing, harboring the fucking monster. Um, we got uh, I don't what's, what's the black guy's name? Lucas. Lucas. I mean, you, you, Jimmy, you're you're all up to speed with me, yeah, right? Yeah, I'm on episode eight or something like that. All right, so yeah, Lucas. Uh, he when he he's got his own scene with the girl in the in the arcade. They they have they're having their like more intimate scenes, so that they're really flushing out each. I other like characters. that too. It's... And since they're doing that, since since they're doing that, 
you're realizing that Mike is such a bitch boy, and I fucking hate him. <laughs> I saw your tweet about that. I, I really it. don't like well, Mike. He's going through like depression I over everything him. this season. I I'm trying to watch what I say. He's like you, ten years old. What's he going to be depressed about? His girlfriend disappeared, disintegrated in front of him. His bald girlfriend who can't fucking talk. Yeah, he he knew her for about a oh, week. Okay, whatever. I'm, the most, I'm watching most she should I'm be depressed s- about is the fact he had to throw out two boxes of love. toys. I'm, That's what he should be depressed about. I'm watching what I'm saying because you guys haven't watched it all. Are you at the point, at least, minor spoilers, with Dustin and Steve? I don't think Ooh, so. All right. Who the fuck is Steve? Steve? Oh, Steve is the yeah. boyfriend. Steve yeah. the boyfriend, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I just saw him just get into the car with Steve. Oh my god, alright. The, the next episode is... Pro- might. I'm very excited. Might be my favorite episode of the that's entire why, series. I won't spoil anything, but it's... That's why I was like, I want I wanted to do this at 6.30, because I need to fucking watch like at least three episodes fair, tonight. Fair, fair, alright. So. And, um, can we... Alright, we might have a mi- little mini epi- uh, episode of Six Pack coming out this week. I know we haven't really talked about it other than... I'm up I, for I it. I am too, but that's one of the reasons I binged it. Although I'd probably do that anyways, but uh, <laughs> we we could, we could, we might be able to pump one out. I don't know, so Jimmy, if you are you available for that later? Yeah, on? I should be. I want to do a crossover episode. Uh, like, well, it'll be it'll be okay. the same exact thing, but I want to post it on my one of mine because uh, I just did like a review of Mindhunter on my Just Talking podcast, mm-hmm. like just like a deep dive into Mindhunter. So I want to do it for Six Pack and then Just Talking crossover. Oh, crossover. Yeah, that okay. that works for me. So, heads up, listeners, get Just ready for a mini episode coming at you later this week. And I also have another recommendation for you guys. It's an audio one. It's do you guys listen to the Joe Rogan podcast? No, I I don't either. But he had Tom DeLonge on last week. Oh, and it's I'm only halfway through it, but a couple other people recommended it to me. It's such a fucking wild ride. He's talking about all this government, CIA, spaceship stuff he's going to be releasing in the next few years. He says he's partnering with all these. He made up general ranks that don't even exist. But he says he's partnering with all these generals and they're going to release like a time ship. He, and the, he's Yeah, he's person, wild. Huh? It's the craziest thing I've ever listened to. And like Joe Rogan wow. is being like, why are they partnering with you if this is legit? And he's just like, I can't talk about it. <laughs> what if he's right what if he's actually yeah. the truth How amazing I, I shot be? a text off uh, earlier when I was listening to it I was like Tom DeLonge's a fucking wacko but if even 5% of what he's saying in this comes true it's like a game changer for the entire world like <laughs> he's figured out how to like mani- no. manipulate and create time dilations and they're gonna be like having expos showing that apparently it's a fucking hmm. hoot to listen to alright that sounds yeah. good Recommend you guys check that out. All right, All right. and with that, and I, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna recommend Mindhunter. You t- just touched upon touched upon that, Jimmy. Yeah, um, that might be one of my favorite Netflix series to have come you out. Finished ever. it? If you're if you're, I have not finished it. I I, I took a pause. So I can my go my official review on Mindhunter is, and I just did a whole little mini like twenty minute podcast on my full thoughts. But my tagline is Mindhunter is good, not great. But it could have been great very easily. I think you got to start getting more extreme with your opinions. You're never going to get clicks with all this. It's, it's okay. Hey, man. I just did, but you're not. I, you haven't entered the reasons why I think they fucked up. It's all in the okay, last three right. episodes. Because uh, right now I am. Right now I am riding very, very high on that. 
it is I I love serial killer stories. I love like FBI shit and I love throwback uh series. It is so good listening to these serial killers talk about their shit like in a very matter of fact way. It's like, yeah, I cut my mother's head off and then I had sex with And that's all true, like, which is crazy. That's Yeah, that's crazy. I, I definitely need to watch it's, this show. But it's now. so like Well, it's it's the perfect Yeah, perfect no, it's it's insane. Format too. Like I was talking like I'm jealous of the forever thought of that formula. Well, it's based on real life, so whatever. But like a detective story where you story. have an one th- overarching plot for the season, which is what good shows are, like Stranger Things, Breaking Bad, not like shitty NCIS or like, you know, detective shows that are episodic, but um, Mindhunter allows these little episodic one-off storylines within the storyline, but they all build. It's a perfect formula uh, to keep you entertained and like keep things moving. It's good. Go watch it. All right. Jimmy, do you have a secondary one or are you hopping on that Mine Hunters? Me? I'm Stranger Things. Well, all right. Well, I mean, we yeah. all kind of gushed about that. I was seeing if you had a backup. Nope. Well, all right. That's fine. Keep up, Dave. Fuck keep you. up. Um, that wraps <laughs> up this week's episode of Six Pack Cinema. All you listening at home, be sure to go out next week and check out Thor Ragnarok. Going mainstream. We're seeing a Marvel movie. Luckily, according to the, uh, yeah. the review so far, it looks like we're actually going to see a very good movie for once. But knock on wood. Jimmy, you're there in for is, a treat. Yeah. There is you're in for a treat, man. zero chance we're seeing a very good movie. <laughs> we're seeing a better movie. Oh, it's going to be great. You're going to love it. You're going to have I mean, a party in your I can't eyeball. wait. I swear to God, no, man. It's going to be ridiculous because I don't, I don't even know wh- who Thor. I don't know a single superhero besides Batman, Superman. <laughs> Like Iron Man, Spider Man. Did you not grow Holy up shit, in dude, America? You're going to be so I lost. It's going to be awesome. Comic I wish books, you wish there was like a live stream on you. Were never ever part of my life. This is what this wow. is, this okay. is going to be like a teaser for when we eventually see Star Wars because you're going to be just as lost in that. Yeah, I mean, I we'll talk about that. It's a whole new world <laughs> right. for Jimmy. I love it. Well, see you guys next week. That's why you get into these things so you can experience new things. <laughs> All right. All right. See you guys next week.